Yo, you are now rocking with the best Seth Gecko, aka Moody Hank, the triple champ, live from Dago Bitch, California. Episode number 79, the world infamous Whiskey Sick Podcast. Hit him with that theme music. So I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm Shots of days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, mistake, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA meeting on a payday. We can make it rain even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away. Meet up when you drop that molly. Off, love that chick a Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, I'll beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up, all the edge with my hands out. You gotta get up, step, gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, I'll beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up, all the edge with my hands out. You gotta get up, all step, gotta make down. Why don't you get up? Shit, here we go again, episode number 79, coming to you live from sunny Dago Bitch, California, Chonies and Murder Champs, Strictly Ass Napkin, season full effect, 80 degrees, not a cloud in the sky in America's finest city, Sandy, 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 Lego on my motherfucking ego, yeah, bitch. Welcome, homies. Welcome. I'm back. It feels good. Every time I sit down to to holler at y'all through this microphone, it feels like the first time. I'm still giddy. I still love this shit. I'm still rocking heavy. I'm still rocking hard. Um, lots to lots to get into today. Um, the NBA is on and popping. It's about to get even more on and popping. I got more AD rants. I don't know if I'm gonna unleash them. Uh, I got more. Um, I got Pelly's talk. It is official. The Zion uh, era has begun for my New Orleans Pelicans. I'm sitting back here, man, and I'm watching this. Uh, if you guys watched, I think it was like a week ago. Uh, a week ago from yesterday was the uh, NBA draft. And um, if you watched the draft, you saw that the Pelicans literally, it was like Mardi Gras. They had the whole city like shut down. All the, all, all the streets were shut down. Uh, bitches had their titties out. Uh, beads were being tossed around live on TV and shit. Girls gone wild, make, made a comeback and shit. It, it was fucking wild. It was pandemonium in the streets. Um, everybody was, was ready for Zion to come uh, to New Orleans. And I was thinking, man, what if, what if they don't take him? What if for some reason, when this dude, this commissioner, Adam Silver, gets up here and he announced the number one pick for the New Orleans Pelicans, they go with Ja Morant. And you have all these parades already set up. You have all these motherfuckers. You have all these ladies with their titties out for nothing. Tucking the titties back in and shit. Mumbling to themselves, kicking shit, kicking rocks, getting the fuck out of there, trashing the city, turning over motherfucking cars. What if that could have happened? 
part of me wanted to see it just to see uh, uh, what the fuck would happen. They already gone a foregone conclusion uh, that we were taking Zion. What if what if Griffin? What if David Griffin said, "Nah, fuck all that," and pulled pulled the 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 old the the greatest hoodwink, flimflam, hornswoggle of all time, and said, "Nah, fuck that," and threw a, a fucking changeup. When you're expecting the fastball, he throws the motherfucking changeup. What would have happened? The world would have uh, uh, fucking. You thought Katrina was some shit. Imagine if they didn't take Zion after all the shit and all the all the lead up and all the build up to that. After AD fucks us over. And then we finally somehow miracle, a miracle, I mean, it's straight miracle that the Pel- I still can't believe it that the Pelicans came up with the first round uh, pick. When I was watching the lottery live, I-, I, couldn't, I could not fucking believe it. And when the Pelicans' chances jumped and they were automatically, uh, they announced a team and the Pelicans jumped up to a top four pick, I was like, holy shit. And every time they picked the ball out of that thing, I, I expected each and every one of them to be the Pelicans, and it wasn't. And then it came down to the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. And I expected that last ball that was going to pop up was going to be the Pelicans. And we get the number two pick in John Morant. And, and it didn't happen. They never pulled our, our, our ball. We, we fucking ended up with Zion Williamson. And so then it became fuck AD. Instantly. Instantly. It went from maybe we can get him to stay. Maybe we can, uh, you know, all this shit. And what are we going to get for him to, to fuck him? We'll give them away for a bag of chili cheese Fritos. Now we don't give a fuck, which we basically did. Um, uh, Levo- uh, Lonzo Ball ain't shit. Brandon In- Ingram's, he's all right. He's all right. Um, I forget the other dude's name off the top of my head who we got, who's, who's actually kind of decent. Uh, Josh Hart, he's all right. Um, actually, what we did was the number four pick. They're saying that we didn't get Kuzma, you know, we got ripped off. No, the early on... Uh, when uh, during the season they didn't have the number four pick. If the Lakers didn't end up with the number four pick, Kyle Kuzma would be a Pelican. Um, but they did end up with the number four pick. And what did David Griffin do with that shit? He turned it into two additional. We ended up with three first round picks. We took Jackson Hayes from Texas and Nikhil Alexander from uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Uh, one of those places, a dope guard. Uh, Jackson Hayes was the best center in the draft. So, and we got the 35 pick. So we switched our, our 57th pick to a 35 pick, and we switched the number four pick into an 8 and a 17. So we ended up with three. So we had the 1, 8, and 17 in the first round and the 35 pick in the second round. That's what David Griffin did with that fourth pick, and we still ended up with dope fucking players. This dude, David Griffin, he's a fucking monster. Don't forget, he's the one that pulled all the strings to get the, the Cavaliers to get LeBron uh, a fucking chip in, in, in Cleveland. And here we are, um, and we balling. We looking good as a motherfucker right now. Uh, AD over here. Now I'm hearing this morning, I'm hearing Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard is seriously, strongly uh, considering going to the Lakers, and I just fucking, I hate LeBron even more. I don't hate him as a man, as a, pu- a person, a human being, or anything like that. Just in the best. When I talk hate, when I talk shit, just so y'all know, it's just when it comes into, uh, just about their the, the realm that they work in. Their sport, their specific sport. Um, if, it, if it's a rapper, it's just rapping. I, I'm going to go into a, 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 probably if I have time, I'm going to go into the double XL freshman uh, uh, list. That is more trash. Every time you think it couldn't get more trash, the next year they say, hold my motherfucking beer. Hold my blunt. And they get it even more trash. 
and even those people, I don't fucking hate them. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna drag them across the yard, back and forth, back and forth. I don't fucking hate those kids. I wish them all the luck. I, I I'm proud that they making they're making fucking money, being uh, productive members of society. I'm just talking shit in the realm that they work in. And Kawhi Leonard, uh, uh, if you go to the Lakers, it's motherfuck you. It's motherfuck LeBron, who's, who completely changed. It's, uh, you know, anybody who thinks that LeBron is the best player ever over Michael Jordan is a fucking idiot. First of all, Michael Jordan didn't assemble uh, uh, all-star teams to get titles. He didn't fucking do that. He wanted to beat all the, de- all the dope players. If Michael Jordan was in his prime right now, he wouldn't want to play with LeBron James. He'd want to beat his motherfucking ass every fucking time they played. Preseason, G League, uh, AAU, uh, fucking whatever. Out, all, uh, in the Bronx, on, on the fucking street, on a dirt court, grass court, whatever the fuck it is, he wants to crack their ass. He ain't trying to play with you. This fucker LeBron over here trying to assemble teams because he can't get it done by himself. He can't shoot free throws. He's the most unclutch motherfucker you've ever seen. He can't get it fucking done by himself. So, here he is trying to assemble Kawhi Leonard. Hopefully, I, I, I feel he's going to the Clippers. I think it's stupid. I would stay with the. I would at least stay with the, the Raptors for another two seasons. At least another season two or three seasons you just you got to defend the belt you don't just get the belt and just leave it there you got to defend it you ain't the champ until you defend it go and defend that belt you got everything you could ask for i know it i know it's canada i've never been to canada but it looks pretty chill uh, maybe he's sick of drake maybe that's what's leading to all this shit maybe he's like i just don't want to fuck with this fuck boy no more uh, he's making me look bad over here. I'm winning chips, and this dude's, like, trying to dull my shine. He's trying to act like I'm making the game winner for a bouncer off the fucking rim to go to the to the conference finals, and this guy's taking all the credit over here. Maybe that's why. Maybe I got to blame Drake for Kawhi even fathoming trying to leave Toronto. But if he goes somewhere, I hope it's the Clippers, not the, not the damn Lakers. The Lakers got three players on their team right now, Kuzma, AD, and Braun. No depth. Still have no shooting, have no point guard. They don't have shit. They looking, they looking whack. Give them Kemba, still whack. Give them Kyrie, still whack. I ain't buying it. We're canceling after our 30-day trial period, homies. We ain't buying it. Our credit cards are maxed, homies. We ain't buying it. We're putting it on layaway. We ain't buying it, motherfuckers. We ain't buying the Lakers. Not over here. I was the first to tell you when they signed LeBron. I came right up on this podcast on wax. Said they ain't making the playoffs. And you could say, oh, well, they were, they were the 4C before Braun went down. That was in December, homies. I don't know if you know, but the, the, the season doesn't end until the end of April. There was another five months to go in the season. Five months of choking slowly on some David Carradine swinging from a noose and, and, and women's lingerie type choking that this motherfucker was going to do. Plenty of time to choke. They weren't going to make the goddamn playoffs. I'll tell you right now, they ain't going to make the goddamn playoffs as the team is right now. I said it. I said it on the last podcast. I'll say it on every motherfucking podcast until the season is over next year, until they are eliminated from the playoffs. Now, if they get Kawhi, I'll be backtracking like a motherfucker. I'll still be talking my shit, but I'll still be backtracking, and I'll give him him an A seed with Kawhi. I'll give him an A seed in a first-round exit to who? My Pelicans. My Pelicans are going to make the playoffs. I know what you're thinking. 
We've heard this before. You said the Pelicans, after four games into the season, you were saying that they were going to win the NBA chip. I was wrong. I was wrong. I didn't know that AD was going to uh, uh, sabotage our whole season. LeBron was going to sabotage our whole season with that whack-ass agent of his coming over here and just, and just throwing shit all over the place. I didn't foresee that. But we weren't going to make it anyways. Just we got. I don't know what the fuck happened. It just wasn't gonna happen. But now we rolling. We rolling hard. We got depth. We got shooters. We got. We got Alonzo Ball. What the hell do you want me to say about that? I still haven't gotten over it. I was. I was hoping, you know, on draft night that you, we we would be trading him. I thought he would be packaged. It sounds like ta- uh, hearing David Griffin talk. He he's all he's all about having Lonzo on the team. Hey, if he gets aggressive and doesn't shoot at all, never takes one shot. I'm good with it. He could be the first dude to never take a shot in the NBA and play like average like 30 minutes a game. If he's just dishing and getting into the lane and just dishing the ball around, uh, kicking it out, I'm good with that. I think that's what all Lonzo is. That's all he can do. And the reason it didn't work out for him with the Lakers, he was just soft. He dribbled the ball up and passed it right off. No, no driving, no dribble penetration, no pick and rolls, no, no nothing. He dribbled up hand the ball off, and go stand in the corner. If you can get rid of that, we'll be fine. And if the Pelicans, and if the Pelicans re-sign uh, Julius Randle, as we know, free agency starts on Sunday night at midnight. So that's the first, that's the first thing David Griffin needs to get done. We need to get Randle back in here. We get Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram, uh, feed off each other, Zion, Lonzo, and uh, maybe Jackson Hayes starting at center. With Jaleel Okafor coming off, who came in strong at the end of last year. Started to play like an actual number three overall pick. And then you got Drew Holiday out there now playing a number two off the ball like he did with Rondo was there when we swept the Blazers in the first round of the playoffs two years ago. That's a, that's a recipe for success. That's a recipe for knocking off Kawhi, AD, and Braun in the first round of the playoffs as a one seed. You heard me. Because if they're going to be the eight seed and we're going to knock them out in the first round, then it's got to be us with the one seed. That's how I, that's how I see it. But anyways, I'm just saying it, it was a great night. For I haven't heard the Pelicans talked about this much in since their, their inception. Since they were the, the Charlotte Hornets, I haven't heard this franchise be talked about. And so I'll go briefly into how I became a Pelicans fan because I'm sure y'all like, oh, you just on the band. No, I've been, I've been done put my teams on wax on this here podcast. It's been on wax. I was a Charlotte Hornets fan back in the day. Larry Johnson, Muggsy Bogues, Alonzo uh, uh, Mourning, uh, Dell Curry, the original Curry, Dell Curry. Um, before he was nutting all up in the all up in the pussy, creating creating uh, uh, all time great shooters on his off day. That was my team. They moved to New Orleans. They were the New Orleans Hornets. I I went with them. Uh, Charlotte got another team. They named the Bobcats. I said fuck all that. I'm rolling with the fucking Hornets. Um, but they're still the original Hornets to me. Then they changed the name to the Pelicans. I had to do a lot of soul searching when they changed the name to the Pelicans. I wasn't, I wasn't about that shit. I thought that was the softest, softest name they could have made. The Pelicans? What the fuck is a Pelican, man? Isn't that what delivers babies and shit? Is that a stork? Is a Pelican a stork? I don't know what the fuck it is. It's grown on me. I actually like the colors now. It's, not, it's never going to compete with the teal and purple. Ain't nothing. The, the, the best uniforms in, in sports 
the old school San Diego San Diego Padres, the 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 brown and the orange and the yellow, hard as fuck. The mustard and brown, you ain't fucking with that. And the powder blues of the Chargers. The powder blues of the Chargers. Those are the dopest fucking uniforms ever. And I hear the Padres are going to go back to those old uniforms next year, which is going to be dope. And I don't fuck with them. I'm an Angels fan, but still, uh, I am from Dago. And then the old school Hornets. The old, old school Hornets were the, the dopest shit in, in, in the NBA. And then they would have their, their, their court like with the honeycombs and shit looking like a beehive and shit. That shit was dope. And so they changed the name to the Pelicans. I actually kind of dig their shit now. And I've just stuck with them. That was like a year or two. I think, I think AD, we had just drafted them the year before, before we went to the Pelicans, maybe two years before. Um, so I was like, nah, you know, we finally got an all-time great player on the team. We're going to, you know, we're gonna, we're, I'm going to roll with them. I'm going to stick with these guys. And because the Hornets uh, went back to Charlotte, the Charlotte took the Charlotte Hornets back and brought the original colors and the team scheme and all that shit back. And it, it, it's dope. I'm glad that the Charlotte Hornets there. If I had to have like a second team, that I would root for, it would be the Hornets. Um, hopefully they keep, well, they can't keep Kemba. You can't pay Kemba Walker uh, uh, max contract money. He's not that guy. Um, but that's how I became a Pelicans fan. I'm still rolling hard. Only Pelicans fan you know. I, I understand. Um, but I'm rolling hard. And that's my prediction. And speaking of predictions, let's get into this motherfucking fight talk. Uh, we had some fights last weekend. Um... I was wrong. I was wrong again. Uh, hasn't been a good year for your boy Moody Hank picking the fights. Got about a, a 50% uh, win rate right now, success rate with picking these fights. I picked uh, Moicano to beat the Korean Zombie, and how wrong was I? I couldn't have been more wrong. Um, the Korean Zombie knocked this dude out in literally eight seconds. It was the second fastest knockout ever. This, this was probably worse than my Pelicans winning the NBA Finals pick. This was probably a worse pick than that. I picked Moicano. I thought he was going to, I just, you know, after, zombie, after the zombie got knocked out in the way he did, he was about to beat Yair Rodriguez uh, in a decision. Uh, 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 one, of the, one of the great fights of the year. Gets knocked out by a, the craziest elbow. I don't even know. An Ong Bak. It was some Ong Bak elbow. At literally the last second of the fight gets flatlined on his face. Face first into the canvas. Um, and this is a dude who had to take like two, three years off to go serve in the Korean army, uh, which every citizen has to do. So he had to take two, three years out of his prime in the UFC to go do that and then come back. Um, got, a, got a win, I think. Um, I just, you know, he's lost fights. He's been knocked out a few times in his career. I think like three times. Yair Rodriguez being one of them. I think he got knocked out against Jose Aldo, which now I think is an, I think you make that rematch. I think Aldo versus uh, the Korean Zombie, the rematch. Aldo just re-signed with the UFC for another eight fights after talking about he was going to go professional boxing. Um, so I, I think that's the fight to make. That's a great fight, even though Aldo last, lost his last fight. Um, just didn't look like himself in that fight. Um, but the Korean zombie, bad motherfucker, and he, and he, he just, I'll say like this, he's the best, I, I, I guess counterpuncher you would say, I, he's the best counterpuncher in the UFC, he has the best slips, he avoids, he slips real subtly, when, you, when you're slipping punches, as an amateur fighter, when you're coming up, when you're learning how to fight, one thing when you're learning head movement that you always see, um, I used to teach kickboxing back in the day at LA Boxing's. And the one thing I would teach them is that you don't exaggerate the head movement. It's slight. It's just enough 
to, to just have the punch kind of graze past your head. You don't want the movements to be super exaggerated like sometimes you see in boxing because they can go super low. They can hang out down there for a while because they're, they're not going to get kneed in the face. They're not going to get kicked in the head. So some of the tactics that you see in boxing aren't going to be you know useful in, 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 uh, in mixed martial arts or kickboxing, at least not to that extent. Um, but this dude, Korean Zombie, was waiting on that jab. How do, you, how do you normally start a fight? When a fight normally starts, two guys come out, and what do they do? Normally, they feel each other out. How do they do that? They throw jabs. So he's anticipating a jab right off the bat, slips it to the inside, which normally you want to slip if you're, if you're matching stances. You want to slip to the outside. Um, that way you can't get hit with the follow-up right hand, the power hand. He slips it to the inside and comes over the top with the right hand. That's all she broke. Just enough, just enough to have that jab go over his head and slips him. I thought Moicano was going to be able to use his range. If you saw him fight Brian, uh, Brian Ortega, he dominated Brian Ortega for two rounds until he gassed out, and then he went for a takedown. The guy's neck snatched up, but he was boxing Brian Ortega's ears in. Now, Brian Ortega isn't known for his stand-up, but he's got good hands. He just needs to fix his defense. He's going into that kind of uh, Philly Shell type thing, and it's really he, it's not working. Philly Shell is... If, unless you're Floyd Mayweather, that can't really be uh, your, your main way of defense. Maybe if you're tired, sometimes you can use it. Maybe just to give a different look every once in a while. you got to use it sparingly, especially in, in mixed martial arts and kickboxing. Uh, with the different, with the head kicks and everything that's coming. You can't just go into the Philly shell all the time. You saw it when he fought Max Holloway. He got dotted up. When he fought Moicano, he got dotted up. I thought Moicano was going to, you know, I thought it was going to stay a stand-up fight, and I thought he would just be able to stay on the outside and do just enough, n enough to win the, the fight. I thought it was going to be competitive, but I, I thought Moicano was going to win the fight. I had no idea he was going to get knocked out in uh, 8.0 seconds or whatever it ended up being, and literally the second, uh, second fastest knockout in UFC history. So um, shout-out to the zombie. I love zo the zombie. I think he's one of the best fighters. Uh, he's one of my favorite fighters for sure of, of all time. He's up there with the Chris Lytles for me. If you've never seen Chris Lytle fight, he's fighting bare knuckle um, still. I love Chris Lytle um, back in the day. Um, a lot of these Chris Liebens, you know, he's still fighting bare knuckle now. We'll get into bare knuckle. We, we, we have Polly. We saw you, Polly, you bitch-ass you. Uh, they just announced Colby Covington. Uh, I'm 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 so confused. They got Colby Covington versus Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler, one of my all-time, another all-time great favorite of mine. Robbie Lawler. Um, I'm sipping. I'm over here sipping the White Claws. It's uh, seltzer water with uh, alcohol in it. I guess it's uh, trash. Uh, would not recommend. Uh, not whiskey sick podcast approved. But fuck it, I'm drinking it anyways. Uh, Robbie Lawler's a bad motherfucker. Um, if ever I needed to win, I have to get a win on this one. Um, we have, uh, if you remember correctly, he, he is now the reigning, defending, undisputed douchebag of the universe that he took from the hands. He pried from the cold, dead hands of Robbie, uh, of uh, Luke Rockhold, who held the title for you know uh, a long time since, in, since the award's inception. Um, Rockhold has held that title, and Colby Covington said, nah, fuck all that. Um, and, and just took that title away from him. If ever you wanted to see somebody get knocked the fuck out, um, like the zombie did, um, like, uh, Sage Northcutt did, um, it, it, it's Luke Rockhold and it's Colby Covington. I got, you know, hopefully, uh, Robbie's got, you, you saw him fight, uh, Ben Askren. 
he he administered as much of an ass kicking as you can in under a minute. Um, I still don't think he tapped to that choke. I don't think he was going to tap to that choke. It was, it was kind of unfortunate. Uh, ben Askren was in a lot of trouble, showed a lot of heart to get out of that and even get into that headlock, that front bulldog uh, headlock position that he had Robbie Lawler in. I was hoping they might rematch that. Maybe they'll still meet down in the, uh, you know, a little ways down. I think if Ben Askren beats Masvidal, he's probably getting a title shot. If he doesn't, maybe they fight. Um, but Colby Covington, he's got, you know, the, the thing he has going for him, he's got cardio, he goes forward, and he presses, the, he, he pushes the pace. A really, really good pace. Um, and him versus Kamaru Usman would be actually kind of interesting. Now, Colby Covington won uh, a uh, interim belt. I think he got it when he beat Dos Anjos. And I don't know what happened to it. Because these guys, does that mean that the belt's still on the line here? Did they take it from him? I don't know. This is why you don't hand out the, these Fisher-Price um, participation belts. We don't want that shit. Now we don't even know who has what. Uh, Tony Ferguson had one at one point, and they took it away from him because he, he was wearing his sunglasses. You remember he was wearing his sunglasses uh, you know, inside the UFC studios and tripped over a, a TV wire and, and blew his knee out and then couldn't fight Khabib for like the 18th time. Um, hopefully, 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 uh, he, he can, uh, Robbie Lawler can step up to the plate and just knock this dude the fuck out. That would be great. We don't have to listen to Sid from Toy Story. Yip, yap. Go, go Google Sid from Toy Story. Toy Story 4 is coming out. Hopefully, I don't know. I never kept up with 2 and 3. Uh, is Sid still around? You know, burning little army men and shit with magnifying glasses. That's this little dweeb, this little twerp, uh, uh, Kobe Covington. Looks exactly like that motherfucker. Sid, Sid from motherfucking Toy Story. Um... John Jones, uh, there, there's, uh, I guess Dana White's, you know, trying to have his, his record um, cleared uh, with the Athletic Commission. Uh, his, his one loss was to Matt Hamill um, back in the day. Uh, Matt Hamill was the deaf guy. You remember him? He, he uh, no, no, sign language and shit, you know, before the fight. Uh, you know, I love you and all this shit. He got his ass knocked the fuck out. Um, he had, uh, he was on his back. John Jones was in his guard, and John Jones was beating his ass already. It, it was all, already all but done. And then John Jones started dropping down elbows, uh, 12 to 6 elbows, which doesn't make sense. You, you've heard Rogan, if you listen to the Rogan podcast, bitch about these elbows and, and how stupid it is that they're outlawed. He's absolutely right. He dropped some nasty elbows. They were deemed illegal, and he took the loss. Uh, Matt Hamill got out, you know, nah, 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 celebrating a motherfucking win. Uh, homie... Yeah, you're the only dude to get your ass completely and entirely kicked and then celebrate a fucking victory after that. But they're trying to get that uh, turned over into a no contest, which is how it should have been from number one. And that would make John Jones the only undefeated fighter champion uh, right now. And he should be undefe- undefeated. That wasn't, that wasn't a fucking, that wasn't a, uh, an L. Just like back in the day, Anderson Silva was like undefeated for a long time. Um, the only loss he had on his record was an upkick KO of Yushin Okami. He upkicked from his guard and knocked Yushin Okami the fuck out. But it was an illegal kick because you can't kick a down man. So we lost that fight. That should be a no contest too. You knock a motherfucker out. I don't give a shit. You get knocked out. You, you can't fucking win the fight. Even if it wasn't a legal strike, you got knocked the fuck out. You sleeping. You taking, you catching Z's. You snoring on the motherfucking canvas. I can't give you a, a, a fucking dub. I'll give you a, let's do this again maybe. A no contest. That sounds about right. So Dana White's trying to do that. That's cool. Um, Nick Diaz. Google this shit. Nick Diaz got knocked the fuck out. I just watched this shit. Um, first I thought it was Nate. 
which I thought would be bad news if Nate, Nate's getting ready to fight here finally uh, here in August. Um, who's he fighting, Pettis? I think he's fighting Anthony Pettis. Um, by the way, I got the U.S. women's soccer up right now. They're playing France, just kicked off right now. Uh, hopefully we get this motherfucking dub. It's going to be a tough one. Um, this is going to be a good game right now. But um, Nate, uh, Nick Diaz, I guess, I don't know. He's, he's, this dude, they, these Diaz brothers, they're just fighters. I don't even know if Nick Diaz is still technically trying to compete anymore. But he's still in there scrapping with bad dudes. This dude looked like, the guy he was scrapping with looked like a, a professional boxer. And he's in there and he got knocked out bad. Face first into the canvas, getting up, stumbling, doing the chicken dance, uh, doing the Macarena, doing, doing all that shit. Um, doing the Superman, that hoe. He's, he's doing the whole fucking thing. The whole kit, the whole fucking caboodle. Um, it looked bad. Um, Google that. Uh, I saw it on Instagram where I get all my news. Fuck CNN. CNN, fuck Fox. I take my news in, in, in 50 second snippets. On, on Instagram. That's where I saw Nick Diaz get knocked out. I'd never seen Nick Diaz get knocked out. It actually looked like the way Nick Diaz knocked out Robbie Lawler back, back, back in the day, which is the fight that I've been begging for. If I could have one fight just off the top of my dome that I could, I could make right now, um, if I knew Nick Diaz was really training and really wanted to fight, it would be Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler too. I've been begging for that motherfucking fight. That would have been the, the fight to make. And I don't know, hopefully, you know, Nick, you know, training and, and, and sparring like that means that he's going to be trying to make a comeback here. Um, but that wasn't a good look getting knocked out like that. Uh, he ate a massive left hook, it looked like, and then a right hand over the top from that. And he would just fucking face plant it. Brutal. Uh, Henry Cejudo, you wildin'. You, you wild little motherfucker. Uh, uh, you, you fucking trying to take my tri my triple champ uh, that I patented the name. Now you're trying to call yourself the triple champ. You ain't the triple champ, son. Triple champ is taking a motherfucking nap right now. A future actual triple champ is taking a nap right now. This dude out here wilding out. Polymile Naji uh, fought Lobov, Artem Lobov in bare knuckle fighting, and uh, he lost. Polly, after all that yip-yapping, he was literally talking about he was going to uh, OJ murder this motherfucker, uh, cut his head out, uh, Ned Stark his ass, cut his head off, uh, stick it on a, on a fucking pike and, and, and fucking ride around with it horseback and shit. He was going to do this and that to Artem Lobov, and he came out and he fought like a bigoty bitch. He went backwards the whole time and he threw nothing but jabs afterwards. He said, oh, I broke my hand. I told you he would break his hand. It's a different ball game than when you have those big-ass gloves on. It was hard for Artem to, to land anything. I don't think either one of these fighters really landed anything. I know everybody's pointing. Well, they both had a lot of cuts on their face. Let me tell you something. When you have hands, uh, bare knuckles, and they're grazing you, they're going to cut you. They don't have to land flush to cut you. Uh, I didn't see either one of them other than a couple uh, stiff jabs that literally, literally a couple, maybe two or three jabs that, uh, that uh, Polly landed the whole time. Um, Artem landed a couple wild ass haymakers. Polly did a good job of you know running basically. I mean, just staying back and avoiding everything. He just looked like he didn't want to fight. He just didn't want to risk getting knocked out by a MMA fighter who he spent like two months talking the the most greasy shit you could possibly talk. And he wasn't willing to back it up. He wasn't really willing to put it all on the line. Wasn't willing to do any of that. He he showed up soft the way I expected him to. And, and the offer still stands. The fight to make is Polly versus your boy Moody Hank in the Thunderdome. Let's get it on. I didn't see anything that, that would worry me 
in, in, in a, a competition of fisticuffs. I, I still want kickboxing rules. I'm going to chop that motherfucking leg out. You try to run from me. You try to stay back o- over your back leg. I'm going to chop your legs up, and then I'm going to kick you in the motherfucking head. And that's how it's going to be. I'm going to hit you with motherfucking elbows. I'm going to clinch you up. That's another thing that they were doing in this bare-knuckle boxing. They, the biggest thing in bare-knuckle boxing is the clinch, but they weren't allowing Artem to clinch for some reason. They kept breaking it up. He was doing work in the clinch. That's where he cut uh, Polly's face up was from in the clinch a few times that he had it for a little while before they broke it up. Um, but you know, so Artem beats uh bitch ass Polymanaji, and, and so what? What does Henry Cejudo do? He starts calling out. He says, "If if Artem Lobov can beat a world champion boxer, what do you think a triple champ or a, a, a Olympic champion and a gold U.S. gold Megan Rapino or something Rapino just scored a motherfucking goal U.S. in the four five minutes in up one nothing on France but what does he do he says uh Cejudo says he comes out and he says uh if if Artem Lobov can beat a world champion what do you think an Olympic champion and a two-division UFC champion could do to Lomachenko you stupid motherfucker you I'll tell you what a, a, a fucking uh, a, a self-appointed triple champ uh, could do against uh, a guy like Lomachenko. You could bury yourself six feet under and throw dirt on top of it. That's, that's what you can fucking do, and that's what would fucking happen in a boxing match, homie. Henry Cejudo, you forget, I know you beat Marlon Moraes, and I picked Marlon Moraes two L's in a row. I know it's looking good, bad for your boy, but that first round, you got your ass completely and utterly kicked. You could do absolutely nothing when Marlon Moraes was at 100%. He boxed your motherfucking ears in. He kicked your motherfucking legs out from under you. And you're forgetting. Lomachenko isn't just a boxer. This dude's uh, Ukrainian or some kind of Russian or some shit. He's a bad motherfucker. He wrestles. He grapples. And, and, and then he posted a, a, a video after Cejudo starts popping off at the mouth and he's throwing like a, a, a fucking tie kicks into the pads. He threw like 30 in a row on some Boca shit. Okay, they didn't look great. But for a guy, for a boxer, if Floyd Mayweather was throwing kicks like that, you'd be like, holy shit. And so this dude Lomachenko started posting, please, I, I beg you, Cejudo, to make that fucking fight. Dana, please make that, that fight happen. Let this dude think for half a second that he could he could get in there with the god boxer uh the best boxer i've ever seen live and in person well not live and in person but with my own eyes and actually watched i didn't get to see you know muhammad ali fight i didn't get to watch all that shit i did watch tyson and shit um i wasn't around you know during the uh sugar ray leonard's and 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 all that uh but so the, the best fighter i've ever seen the movement uh, the range, the distance, the uh, you know, the d- defense, the counter punching. It's Lomachenko. He's the whole. He's the whole package. He would absolutely, absolutely uh, premeditated murder one Henry Cejudo. It would. It wouldn't even be. It wouldn't. It would be funny. That's all it would be. It would be funny. It would be funny to see this little, uh, this little twerp over here, uh, Henry Cejudo. Um, get dealt with. I mean, he's really feeling himself out here. He's really, really feeling himself. He's wild and his ego is taking control. This dude's about three foot five and he's, he's, you know, hobbit size and he's out here fucking yip yapping, yip yapping. Man, the worst thing that happened was Demetrius Johnson losing that motherfucking belt. As much shit as I talk about DJ on this goddamn 
podcast. The worst thing was happened is that he lost that motherfucking fight. Now this dude's fucking. And the other worst thing that happened was TJ getting knocked the fuck out all up on the EPO, all up on the fucking uh, needles in the ass, and still got knocked out in about 15 seconds. That was. That was it's just all lined up for this. And Marlon Marais goes out there, uh, does exactly what I says he's, uh, said he's going to do, and starts boxing Henry Cejudo's ears in, and then what happens? He gasses out after the first round and gets his ass beat. So now we got to listen to this little dweeb yip-yap and t- start calling out the, the greatest boxer ever. I mean, this dude is on some wild-ass shit. And I know I ain't calling him out. I ain't calling Henry Cejudo out to the Thunderdome. Fuck y'all. I ain't getting my ass kicked by that little-ass dude. I, I ain't going to fucking happen. I know my limitations. Uh, I'll stick to Polly Malinaji. Um, I ain't trying to fuck with Henry Cejudo like that. Um, what else do we got? Um, so, yeah, we had the uh, bare-knuckle boxing. And um, in the bare-knuckle boxing, I had no idea, but I've seen this guy fight a couple times. They have this... Uh, this shit is funny. Go- uh, actually, don't. I was going to say Google the name da- uh, Dakota Cochran. Um, but last episode, I said you had to give some... Uh, homosexual warnings uh, if you're gonna you know like uh, um, what are they like parental advisory warnings when you're gonna have random gay shit like on the Black Mirror episode the first Black Mirror episode where it just all of a sudden turns super gay really really quick uh, with no warning at all Uh, so I'm giving you one right now and I'm gonna uh, uh, say don't uh, google Dakota Cochran Uh, uh, his last name uh, Cochran is suitable uh, this motherfucker was a gay porn star. Uh, I did Google it, just like I Googled Randy Couture sex tape, and, and, and you, know, you know the history of that shit. Um, some of the foulest shit I ever saw. And this dude, Dakota Cochran, what do I see? I see cocks right in his ass. This dude's sitting on ass, uh, on, on, on wieners. He's got his shooter with a dude, you know, doing, doing the M- M- Nicki Minaj to him. I mean, this dude was balls deep, literally, in all kinds of asses. This dude wasn't just, like, you know, um, softcore gay porn. This dude was hardcore, like, human centipede gay porn. Like, one dude's dick in another dude's ass, whose dick is in another dude's ass, whose dick is in another dude's ass, and so forth, down the line, like a train style, like the human centipede, like dick and ass centipede. Uh, this dude was, uh, like, full-blown uh, deep deep into the gay porn i had no idea about this he fought um johnny hendrix he knocked out johnny hendrix in bare knuckle boxing when johnny hendrix fought the last time he fought um big rig got knocked the fuck out by this guy and now he beat my boy chris lieben who trains here in san diego um my homie uh back in the day t lamb shout out to t lamb uh used to run around with with, with chris lieben chris lieben wild motherfucker they're doing lines and shit before fights and you know out in the out in the boonies and in, in Indian reservations and shit back back in the early 2000s when when it was the wild wild west when the UFC was literally the wild wild west there barely was a UFC really um but this dude um Chris Lieben was on I think the original ultimate fighter yeah he was the original ultimate fighter a uh, bad dude really tough dude um one of my favorite fighters he knocked a lot of people out his style is crazy um, so he fought this dude, D- Dakota Cochran. He lost a, a, a close fight. Um, but this dude, Dakota Cochran, I guess he's also signed to Bellator. Um, so you got this dude in, in gay porn trying to uh, erase uh, his past um, by fighting. I don't know, after uh, Googling that shit, um, I had to erase my history. Uh, it just wasn't a good, it wasn't a good look. 
Um, you know, I don't need my lady, you know, borrowing my phone and, you know, trying to, you know, Google South Dakota or some shit. And then Dakota Cochran comes up and you see his fucking wiener up, you know, five dick, uh, five assholes. Um, so uh, I don't even know why I'm telling you about Dakota Cochran, to be honest with you. I mean, he just did gay porn and it, it, it was deep. He went deep into it. I guess they say if you're going to do it, do it right. He did it. He did it right. He did it right. And now he's trying to make amends uh, for all his uh, his. Uh, ass fucking that he's he 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 was doing uh he's trying to erase that memory i don't think you can do it it'll never be erased from mine just from a soup from a simple google search um so there you had that and then finally finally i gotta give a, a shout out and i gotta give a huge congratulations uh to bj penn finally finally just weeks after losing getting his ass beat again i can't even remember who beat his ass this time um who beat BJ Penn's ass in like a couple weeks ago? I can't fucking remember. Uh, but, you know, and, and then I, I, I invited him to the Thunderdome. Still stands. BJ Penn got in the win column. BJ Penn, um, I saw some shit on TMZ. Now, was it BJ Penn? I don't know. Certainly looked like him. Uh, he got into a street fight with a, uh, a bartender on the streets of wherever the fuck he was. And he was on, he had top position. He had top position. It was boring. Uh, even in the street, homie was, you know, struggling to, to finish somebody. I, I was hoping that, you know, somebody was going to stand him up, you know, give him a clean break. Some guy actually came over and started punching uh, BJ in the face while he was on top of this fucking guy. And nobody duffed that dude out. You see some dude jumping in, on, on, on uh, you know, taking sucker shots at somebody. Uh, as, as a human being, as an American, it's your duty as a civilian of the United States to go and duff that motherfucker out. It's just that that's the code of the street. You see a dude jump in uh, a fight that he's not involved in and start sucker punching the dude that's getting the better of the other guy. You got to duff that dude out. But anyways, BJ Penn got in the win column. I'll give him a dub for that on on a decision on points. Um, He couldn't finish the guy from what I saw. He did have neon belly for a little while. Looked like he was delivering some decent shots from the top. Um, Was trying just to maintain control. Still a boring ass fight. Even in the street, this dude now, BJ Penn, is, is, is reduced to boring ass fucking fights. But his 10 year, literally 10 year fight. Uh, losing streak. I think when he started this losing streak, he was like 14 and 5. Now he's like literally 14 and 15 or some shit, or 14 and 14. He finally got a dub. He finally got a dub. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna come over here and dull his shine. Uh, uh, this is his day, BJ, to to go celebrate. Um, a, a finally getting a fucking victory in the streets, uh, homie. Uh, congratulations. My offer still stands. The 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 whisk, uh, the uh, Thunderdome. Uh, is is open at all times. Door is open for you to roll up in here and, and come get some of this uh, uh, Seth Gecko ass whooping. Moving right along. What fuck else we got going on, man? Shit, I got a lot of shit. Fucking, oh yeah, I saw this shit. Uh, you see the break dancing in 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 the fucking Olympics? Listen. Uh, before, hopefully, uh, Richie Martinez, Gio Martinez, uh, bad motherfuckers, some of the best jiu-jitsu guys in the world out of here at a 10th planet, San Diego. Um, uh, they, they started their careers as, as break dancers. Break dancers are incredibly athletic, very strong. Break dancing is dope. It's not a motherfucking Olympic sport, especially when you take in wrestling, the original the original Olympic sport is no longer in the Olympics. I don't know if they finally put it back in, but they removed it for a little while. They took wrestling out. To even have the conversation of taking wrestling out of the Olympics is fucking blasphemous. But then to not only do that and then put breakdancing in the motherfucking Olympics, 
Oh, fuck next. You're going to have fucking salsa and, and, and fucking tango. Uh, that little stupid ass dance that all the little kids are doing with the little little stick arm things. Is that going to be a, a fucking Olympic sport? Who can do that shit the fastest? Um, take that shit to America's Got Talent. That ain't, that ain't the motherfucking Olympics. Uh, that's some, some fucking uh, game show shit. That's not an Olympic motherfucking game. Uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to Superman that hoe for a fucking gold medal or some shit? I mean, what the fuck is this? Uh, put wrestling back in the goddamn Olympics and quit fucking around uh, uh, with, with uh, breakdance and shit. Just because it makes you sweat doesn't make it a sport. And it definitely doesn't make it an Olympic sport. You know, uh, y- you can't do jazzercise or, or Zumba and-, and try to make Zumba a fucking Olympic sport just because you broke a sweat doing it. It's fucking stupid. Um, I-, I like breakdancing. Uh, it's part of the hip-hop culture. I fucks with hip-hop. That's, that's, that's basically my-, my whole life has been built around hip-hop, hip-hop culture. Um, but I ain't fucking with it in the Olympic Games, man. I, I, you know, I'm not going to have the Jabberwockies come out here and, and fucking take home gold medals and shit. That's, that's not what this is about, man. You, you got to keep the original. Put fucking kickboxing in the goddamn. Put kickboxing in the Olympics. Put Muay Thai in the Olympics. Don't put fucking uh, goddamn breakdancing uh, in, in the fucking Olympics. That, that's fucking stupid. Put MMA. Do some MMA for a gold medal. Let, 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 let fucking San Henry Cejudo win another gold medal and be the quadruple champ so he can leave the triple champ to me. Bullshit. Get the uh, fucking breakdancing in the goddamn Olympics. I'd have laughed that shit if I was on that panel. I'd shut the fuck up. That'd be the end of that goddamn talk right there. Woo. Still sipping my White Claw, homies. Ripping that um, Boss OG this morning. More of a mild, mild kind of high. It uh, doesn't get you too fucked up. But n- nice little head change with, 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 the, with the Boss OG. Um, uh, indica dominant um, hybrid uh, uh, bud. Very good, though. Um, still rolling heavy. Still rolling hard. Um, damn, I'm already 45. Let me save this shit before I lose it. Just like that, I'm back. 45 minutes into this shit, and I feel like I'm just getting started. Um, so I got to be quick. What, what else do I got on tap here? Um, we'll save that. Don't go to the Dominican Republic. Shit's popping off over there. Um, okay, let me, let me, let me, I got I to gotta get in on this, because this got, you know, we got the, we got the double, uh, double XL freshman class. Uh, you know, I've been trying to throw in a little more hip-hop and all these episodes and shit, and this kind of goes hand-in-hand with it. Um, I was on, uh, you know, like I've said, I get my news from Instagram. And uh, I was seeing all these posts, all these memes about this guy named Etika. And I guess he's some kind of gamer, YouTuber. A um, lot of followers and shit. Uh, just basically your, your typical new generation uh, fuckboy. And he's dead now, and so I don't mean to, you know, sound, uh, you know, too fucked up. But I kind of mean to be fucked up. Uh, he's fucking dead. Um, he jumped off of the Manhattan Bridge. And before he did this, um, he actually joked, you know, I saw videos and shit of him talking about when he dies, he wanted to make great memes. He, uh, he wanted his death to inspire meme making, like great meme making. And boy, did they. You know, they had, uh, you know, Greg Luganis diving, uh, triple gainers off, off the high dive and shit, you know, memes for homeboy and all this shit. But... Um, I guess, you know, that's this generation. I'm not, it's not the millennials. It's not the whatever the fuck these kids are now. It's the suicide generation. That's what these dudes are. They're a bunch of little depressed, 
Uh, they got absolutely nothing to be depressed about. They have everything they could ever want, every luxury in this world. They don't even have to use encyclopedias to do research projects in schools anymore, in school anymore. They don't have to do that. They don't have anything. There's like no hardships. This is what happens when you take out all the hardships in life and literally everything is at, the, at your fingertips. Information, uh, you don't have to hunt for your food no more. You don't, have to, you don't have to do anything for yourself. You don't even have to go to the fucking grocery store. Motherfuckers will bring your shit to you. you this is what happens. You get soft. You get super soft. And these dudes, this new suicide generation, they all get in their own heads and they start popping these pills and they start getting depressed. And they start getting depressed over absolutely nothing. Somebody bullied them on the internet. Um, they're getting uh, internet bullied. Instead of just turning off the computer and not looking at the shit, they just get depressed about it. And then they go and try to confide in other people who are depressed. And then they get depressed together. And then they start listening to Triple X Tentacion, who's also dead. Um, he didn't kill himself, though. Um, but you listen to that guy's music, and it's just depression music. I mean, he had suicide, suicide. He had a song called suicide so all these motherfuckers it's like suicide is a new living i guess now like that's the thing to do like who can kill themselves better and and leave ominous uh videos and shit on facebook live and shit the best like that's that's their new thing like that's what these kids all fucking uh want to aspire to be they want to be the next next etica uh jumping off of motherfucking bridges and shit um so i've seen this shit um it's super it, it it's I don't know, man. This is like, fuck the 1920s. This is the, this is the real Great Depression now. All these kids are like literally depressed. Everywhere they go, popping little pills. These little emo-ass kids uh, walking around with little uh, thunderclouds with a... Uh, Thunderclouds with a 97% chance of rain hanging over their heads everywhere they go. Little thunderstorms raining just on top of their heads wherever they go. Um, that's what this is. You see little kids with their little dick in the dirt. Fucking, hey, Bert. Got some smack, Bert. Uh, that's all these motherfuckers. You see them going around. Why? Because they don't have real problems. So they got to come up with real pro. They got to come up with problems for themselves. They got to come up with things to fucking worry about because they don't have any worries. They don't have any hardships. So what do they do? They, they, they just mentally create these problems in their fucking head so they, they could feel like, I don't know, like they're paying dues in life or something. I don't know. Everything's been given to them. Everything is provided to them. So now they have to come up with some fucking way. Uh, uh, to feel sorry for themselves and to be depressed about something, to feel uh, so other people will feel sorry for them and show them a little pity. Uh, bitches uh, is basically what this is. Um, I think technically, I don't know what millennial is. I think technically I might be considered a millennial. I'm not a motherfucking millennial. I think I'm Generation X, but I think technically it's like 85 to some shit. I don't even know. I ain't no goddamn millennial. These millennials, fuck all that. This is a suicide generation. This is the 1920s real shit, real Great Depression shit going on here. This goes hand in hand with the double XL freshman list um, that I fucking saw. Uh, it, it just gets trash and trash and trash. More trash every fucking year. And it's just a bunch of suicide rappers to go along with the suicide generation. You remember when rock stars used to be like sex symbols and shit and, and groupies and, and, and ladies used to want to just smash them and drop their panties and they, they would actually literally take their panties off in the middle of their set and throw them up on the stage and shit, their bras and pull out the titties and shit like that. It's like these dudes were like good looking dudes on top of being good singers and shit like Bon Jovi, um, homie from the Rolling Stones, you know, the Beatles, all this shit. Now you got these fucking frumpy looking uh gremlin bridge troll looking ass motherfucker go google uh i remember last year uh trippy red go look at this motherfucker ybn corday 
Go look at these motherfuckers. They're literally the ugliest, weirdest looking motherfuckers now. Now these dudes are, 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 are ugly and the opposite of motherfucking sex symbols. And the chicks, they're just, they're just rejected Instagram hoes. They're chicks that didn't make it as Instagram hoes are now just being rappers. And, and, and they're just rapping about sucking dick, uh, uh, riding dick, uh, eating dick, um, dicks busting off in their face. I mean, that's all that, that they're just having gay dudes write their rhymes. That's all they do. They just put on uh, uh, hoe outfits, little Halloween hoe outfits, and then have gay dudes write their rhymes, and all of a sudden they're the next Nicki Minaj. I mean, every chick sounds like Nicki fucking Minaj now. Every chick. The chicks that are on this shit, these, these rapper chicks are all the fucking same. They, like, three of them sound like, the three that are on there sound exactly like that fucking Iggy Azalea chick. How long did she last? Where the fuck is she at? She was the chick. Remember, she was that white chick with the fat ass from Australia that wanted to sound like a black chick that was trying to sound like, like she was from fucking Brooklyn or Yonkers or some shit. Now all the chicks, no matter where they're from or what they fucking look like, they're all trying to sound the same thing, and their, their rhymes are all the same. Dick, 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 dick. I ride dick. I eat dick. I, I bust a broke homie. All this bullshit. You know, I get my own. It's, it's the same bullshit over and over again. And they put these people on this double XL freshman list like they're the next big thing. You never hear any of them ever again. When they first started this freshman XL, double XL freshman list, it had, it had motherfucking uh, Yellow Wolf, Ritz, um, bad dudes, real, real dope MCs, actual dope MCs. I wish I, I should go back and let's do this. Let's, let's, let's go look at some of these lists. Um, Kendrick Lamar was, a, was on the freshman list. I remember that uh, back in the day. Uh, let's see. Double XL. Let's see if I can see some past ones. Double uh, XL freshman class. Let's see if I can see some. 2007. I mean, these, these are fucking terrible. Little Dicky was one of them. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Meek Mill. They actually had MCs back in the day. Action Bronson was one of them back in the day. Now, let me let me just read the names of some of these motherfuckers. You have uh, Tierra Whack. Her la- her name tells you that she's whack. It's the ultimate troll job. Her name is Tierra Whack. You got Come Thazine, Come Thazine. What the fuck? You got the baby. Little Mosey, Roddy Rich, YBN Corday, YK Osiris, Rico Nasty. Shout out to the homie, the real Rico Nasty, the 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 uh, Whiskey Sick Podcast number one fanboy, uh, Rico Rico, aka Uncle Rico, uh, Gunna, Megan the Stallion, and then the homie who I talked about last week, Blueface, the worst rapper in the history of rapping, the worst rapper alive, Blueface, with his song. Tatiana, these people literally make one uh, viral video for a bunch of pillhead, junky-ass kids uh, who are contemplating suicide, and all of a sudden, they're like the next best thing, and they get a double XL freshman list and shit like that. Those are your freshman lists. Those are, those are who double um, XL thinks is going to be holding down the fort for hip-hop in the next several years to come. Um, never mind the fact that none of them have talent. Never mind that they don't even fucking rap. Never mind that they're all middle school dropouts. Uh, they can't speak English. These motherfuckers can't read, can't fucking write. Um, it's fucking sad. It's the dumbing down of the fucking, uh, of the fucking music, of the fucking culture. 
Uh, and now the, these these fucking rappers and shit, they're not even like sex symbols or anything. They're not no more. They're not like LL Cool J's and shit no more. They're not getting all the Bettys and shit. These guys are, are, are fucking weird looking like alien looking dudes. Like for real. They're like the ugliest motherfuckers you've ever seen. And these people are like going fucking nuts for them. Uh, that's what pills will do to you, man. That's what these pills, this little pill suicide culture is done. They're, they're taking over. And, and that shit's going to end with the triple champ, with his generation. We're we going to teach him. He's already, he's already schooled every day in the Wu-Tangs, the Mob Deeps, uh, the Outcasts, the Onyx, the, the fucking DPG, the Chronics, the M&Ms, uh, the, all the dope shit. Uh, if Spotify playlist, the greatest playlist of all time, the Whiskey Sick podcast playlist, that old dope shit on Spotify. We just have that shit playing. It's, it's pushing 2,000 songs now, Eight, about 1,800 songs right now, just nothing but dope shit. And that's all. That's all we let the, the little champ, the triple champ listen to. We ain't, we ain't going with all this bullshit. He'll never hear YBN Corday. He won't hear Tierra Thought Whack or whatever the fuck her goddamn name is. He ain't listening to that shit. We're taking hip-hop back. And these real motherfuckers, like, uh, can't get... How, how the fuck isn't a guy like Joyner Lucas even considered for that? He ain't no freshman by any fucking means, but neither was Yellow Wolf, neither was Ritz, neither was uh, Kendrick Lamar, neither was any of those dudes. They weren't technically freshmen. They already had albums out. They already had huge fan bases. They already had classic music out. Classics. And, and Joyner Lucas is the same way. And you telling me that Joyner Lucas can't get on there? Ritz couldn't get on there? I think Ritz didn't even get on the double. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think he just put out a song where he said he couldn't get on the double XL. They didn't even put Ritz on there. You haven't heard Ritz? Go listen to Ritz. R-I-T-T-Z. Like the cracker. Um, it, it's just a goddamn shame. I don't even know what to say. I see this shit and I'm like, well, that's, that's rock bottom. We can only go up from here, right? Uh, no. No, these double uh, XL is the uh, limbo champions of the world. They just set the bar lower and lower and lower every motherfucking year with these stupid fucking. Li- They're just like comedy now. I just go in there and listen to the 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 best ones. Uh, the comments. It aren't. It isn't the people that are ripping on these. It's the people that actually think these people are dope. Like, oh yeah, he's the goat. They're like YBN Corday. He's the goat. They just throw these fucking names like the GOAT. Homie has like four songs out that are complete garbage and he's the GOAT because they were fucking high off of some fucking uh, Zannies and were thinking about fucking huffing uh, Air Duster and they got all in their feels and shit. So now, and they were listening to YBN Corday, so now they, they, they fucking, he's gotta be the GOAT. Fuck all that shit. Kill all yourselves for all I give a fuck. Kill all your motherfucking selves. If y'all gonna be the fucking future, fuck that future. I'm just kidding. I'm not telling y'all to kill yourselves, but I'm kind of telling y'all to kill yourselves. You're going to do it anyway, so fuck it. <sighs> fucking fired up, man. Always fucking fired up. What else do I got? Man, that's it, man. I'm already an hour into this. I can't even believe I'm already an hour into this shit. Um, I'll hold on. You know, uh, shout out to the motherfucking idiots in, in Colorado. If you guys saw that, I'll, I'll, I'll end on this shit here. You had those homies in Colorado that were fighting at a Little League game. Uh, literally, you had homie uh, coming out of the woodworks, like cold cocking people um, because their kid got called out. They they were mad about uh, a call that the ref that the umpire made, and the umpire was 13 years old. And so they literally had like a fucking melee on the goddamn on the field. You probably seen this. Um, 
if you're on Instagram or Facebook or all that shit, you definitely saw this video make its rounds. And then, like, the sheriffs of Colorado were, like, looking for the one guy who was going around sucker punching people from behind this shit on some coward-ass shit, on some Pali Malinaji shit. Uh, motherfucking Pali Malinaji taking sucker punch, sucker slaps at, at Artem Lobov and spitting on him and all that shit. That was this shit. You got a bunch of Pali Malinajis out here in Colorado scrapping at kids' baseball games. And, um... This shit reminded me, when I was a kid, the first job I ever had, I was like 12 years old, and I was refereeing um, kids' soccer games, like younger kids' soccer games, like literally like six, seven, eight-year-old soccer games. Like there was like tiny-ass fields and shit, and there's one time I was there, I was, uh, my, my two flagmen, I'm supposed to have flagmen, they didn't show up, so I was literally doing the game by myself, just one referee on, 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 the, on the field. And I missed this kid uh, offsides. He scored a goal. He had a breakaway. I didn't see him. I was looking somewhere else, and I guess he was offsides. I didn't call it. This fucking guy comes on the field after the game and, like, gets in my face like a grown-ass man and, like, tries to beat my ass and shit, like, talks, talking like he's going to beat my ass and shit. At the time, your boy wasn't into uh, uh, UFC or anything. He wasn't into martial arts. He wasn't, you know, throwing up arm bars and shit. That was, you know, another five, six years later when I, uh, when, when I started getting into that shit. So I, I couldn't do nothing. I was just a little kid and shit. I was, I was going to cry and shit. So I remember my dad showed up to pick me up and shit. And I told him what happened. And my dad spent literally like a fucking out. My dad ain't nobody to fuck with. Pops, Pops Gecko, Daddy Gecko wasn't nobody to fuck with. My Pops went around that, all those fields, all those fields, asking around, where's this motherfucker at? He, my Pops would probably have caught himself a motherfucking case, would probably just now be uh, eligible for parole if he found that motherfucker. So luckily for that dude, he scrammed the fuck out of there before he got his ass beat. But I've seen this shit happen. I had it happen to me. I was a 12-year-old kid, and this dude's mad because some kid scored a fucking goal in, in a little midget soccer league. Uh, shit, or it's it's fucking crazy. Now you got these dudes out here, um, giving Colorado also all sorts of weird shit. Is Colorado gonna become the new Florida? I'm starting to think about this shit. Like a lot of weird shit is going on in Colorado. Now they have shrooms decriminalized. Hopefully, gonna be uh, um, legalized soon. You got motherfuckers tripping on shrooms, uh, you know, smoking the dankiest of the dank. I mean, what is, is, are you giving us a bad name? Are you giving us weed smokers a bad name over there with this all this crazy ass shit? You're supposed to smoke some blunts. Up in the in the stands and just chill the fuck out, man. When when my little homie is is playing soccer, when he's playing uh, baseball, when he's doing whatever the fuck, when he's when he's in jujitsu tournaments, when everything that he's gonna fucking do, we ain't gonna be scrapping. My whole life, I played basketball, organized basketball, organized soccer, organized baseball. Um, everything I did, I never seen parents fight. I never saw a parent get into a fight. I never saw parents talking shit to umpires. I talk shit to umpires. My coaches talk shit to umpires, but I never had a, a, a family. My pops never went out there and talked shit to somebody because they called a ball a strike. You know, you never had that shit. Now you got all these soft, sensitive, uh, weak-ass motherfuckers. That your, your kid's going to get a goddamn trophy when he loses anyway, so what do you give a fuck? You're going to give him a motherfucking trophy when he strikes out six times in the game. You're going to give him a motherfucking trophy if they go 0-18 for the season. He's going to get a trophy regardless. So why do you give a fuck if he was called out? You fucking idiots. Anyway, shout out to Colorado. Y'all are always leading the way. You're the reason why I have legalized weed pretty much here in, in, in California. But just had to get that out of the way. Um, I'm telling you, I finished these fucking podcasts and I feel like I ran a goddamn marathon. I feel like I just went, you know... Uh, five five minute rounds, full championship rounds when I'm done with these. Um, but uh, 
there you have it, episode number 79. I'm chilling uh, with Moody Hank over here, the German Shepherd, the uh, official mascot. Uh, about to go get up, uh, wake up the little triple champ. Uh, we got strict training regimens to adhere to. Uh, we're going to roll out. We got, uh, we got to work on his squats and standing up. Uh, we're going to work on his sit-ups. We always do that. And we work on his hands a little bit. We've been working on his hands. He's getting his hands around. You know, he's starting to learn to use those. So his guard is excellent already. That's the one thing he can do really well is lay on his back and throw up his legs. So um, it's uh, we're progressing. I, I know early on, if you listen to the podcast early in the year, you know, when, when the triple champ first made his appearance, it, it was looking like I had the participation champ for a little while. I mean, all, all the motherfucker wanted to do was scream and cry and nothing ever made him happy. Those days are gone. Those days are gone. My man's going to be six months old. Six months old. Six months. Uh, July, 10 days from now. July 8th. He's going to be six months old. Um, and we're progressing. We're, on, we're still on target for the uh, 2040 uh, fight with Dachshund Cerrone, Dachshund Danger Cerrone. We're on, we're on point. We're on weight. My little man doesn't gain weight at all. I mean, this dude is like, no matter how much we feed this dude, he's just, he's just cut. I ain't even bullshitting you. This dude's got like one sick, thick ass ab. Like he's got ab muscle. He's got ah ab muscle, and it's just, there's no fat on this kid. He's just, he's, a, he's a fucking specimen. I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna be a monster. He's gonna be a little monster, but he's gonna be a monster. We're, we're looking at. Um, we're looking at 145, 155 for sure. Um, hopefully not to 135, but he might be a 135, 145 at the high end. Maybe he can compete for 155. Um, but we're hoping for 145, 155, 170. Um, Dachshund Cerrone, you know he's going to be a bad motherfucker. So that, that's, you know, after um, Connor's kid uh, turned down the fight, after his camp said, you know, we don't want none of the triple champ and they're ducking us, Dachshund stepped right up. So 2040, still on target. Um, Fourth of July coming up. You got fucking, uh, it's just a great time of year right now, summer. Hopefully where you're at, it's sunny as a motherfucker like it is here in Dago Bitch, California. Um, I'm going to shut the fuck up now. Uh, episode 79 has come to an end. I'll be your homie. Uh, do me a favor. If you dig this shit, tell your homies to tell their motherfucking homies and go rate this shit. It takes like three seconds. Just go give me five stars. If you don't think it's five stars, then keep your motherfucking opinion to your goddamn self. But I'm Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank. This is the Whiskey Sick Podcast, and I'm out, motherfuckers. Take your heart, the songs you only beat I'm going deeper than the echo from the pussy You've become used to one And only chance to get back in my life It ends tonight My pen will write the wrongs as long as I don't spend the night Just reminded, rush to hide my number two We tend to fight at times whenever I bend the sleight of hand to break some sight, this place is night and day all at once, don't bother stunt. See, all I want is just the time we never spent this gaining interest. Taking inches from a foot we never had to stand on. Not a chance to jump off, must just be the sum of all fears that added up. Flashback that night had enough. Fast track Jack Knight crashed and struck. Upward, what's more, hit the dashboard. As for now, let's fast forward back to where we once were. Once stood, some nerves have no feeling. Don't go burn them bridges. This is how we find our way back home. Cast a stone, that's that ass. Now throw it back. Crush your glass, I'm showing tracks. Hide the scars, might be hard. My heart is sleepless, start the grieving process, all this lasts To pay you visits once a month, the fuck is up, the flowers bloom But once a year, the hour looms as much as clear You lock the door, you walked about a key, don't fit You need a spare, please don't sit, you'll see a pair Tuck and stash, you need a fucking move
to this Stand up and groove for big Now hands up and lose that bitch Now that sounds like round my way Found my lane Now I'm bound to drown the way Shout my name Cry so loud it's bound to sway Never thought I'd see you Now I see you clearly Now I'm looking at you Don't you look away now Don't you say my name now Thought I passed the same round That you took and ran out that you took and ran out Settings change, pictures fall, tables turn The wick is all that's left to burn The bags are packed, no clothes or theft Your plans are that you're never coming back I never stomached that much of the fucking shit you fed me What you say, we hang it up Ten foot rope just ain't enough Let's take shots, don't aim it up Won't pull back, this thing is stuck Fuck it, toss it with your name If I lost it, be the same As if I brushed my shoulders off Like a true hope, even you know Motions fall down by the waist I guess we're all out of the daylight Won't you say hi to your fate? I'll introduce you, might seduce you You two could go so far I won't lie, make no mistake If I die before I wake I dare to dream just the same Just to say that I can fly away from here I've been to hell and saw you there In mid-December all alone I just remember, packed your bags and left your coat Best you know, the road that you came riding in Is frozen over, no way out Almost sober, don't go now You never make it Never thought I'd see you Now I see you clearly Now I'm looking at you Don't you look away now Don't you say my name out Now I pass the same round That you took and ran out that you took it right out So now you rock, you box and you move to this Stand up and groove for big Now hands up and lose that bitch Now that sounds like round my way Found my lane Now I'm bound to drown the way Shout my name Cry so loud it's bound to swipe Try to race my train of thought my train the cross from chain of lost Break and stall Eyes wide shut Try my luck to now I'm driving Riding on a search for words That might describe you Swerve and turn Pulled up right beside you Try to look you eye to eye I'm on Stilson looking past you Act you trapped you fastened down Last you trapped you passing out Flash was loud the sounds of right Imagine how I found tonight But lost today The song was say I rode the beat and blew her back out Hit the snares we're moving fast Now wet and bare and couldn't last How do we move on? Hard to stay Thoughts escape disguises Memories forever we will separate Leaving veins and stain the floor Which takes me more time to wipe the slate clean These rhymes are right I paint scenes And you ain't in them So now you say we have Get up move to this Stand up and groove for big Now hands up and lose that bitch Now that sounds like round my way Found my lane Now I'm bound to drown the way Shout my name Cry so loud it's bound to swipe Never thought I'd see you Now I see you clearly Now I'm looking at you Don't you look away now Don't you say my name out Now that I passed the same round That you took and ran out That you took and ran out So now you rock, you bounce and you move to this Stand up and groove for big Now hands up and lose that bitch Now that sounds like round my way Found my lane Now I'm bound to drown the way Shout my name Cry so loud it's bound to swipe It's bound to swipe It's bound to swipe